Welcome back, everybody. This is Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show that goes live right here on the board YouTube channel on weekday mornings for NBA free picks and analysis. So if you like what you see from today's stream, then make sure you do hit that like button and to support the content and to tune in for all these weekday shows plus the additional Thursday show with myself and Kirk Evans. Please make sure you do hit that uh, hit the subscribe button. Keep up to date on all the content. It's Friday today. We've had a profitable week so far. Five and one run on the shows. Three straight profitable days. Let's try to make it four today. And there are three free picks on the way for you guys. Unfortunately, Pips is a bit busy today. He had an appointment earlier today. He's at his parents' house right now. No big SGP today. But nonetheless, let's try and get in with these three free picks and go into the weekend with even more profit from the week. So to get us started... Let's go to the Cavaliers and the Bucks game with a familiar face on this one. We're actually at plus 100 odds at BetMGM to get Damian Lillard under seven and a half assists. And the familiar face is Jarrett Allen over 13 and a half points. We had Jarrett Allen on our ticket just a couple of days ago, and we're going back to him once again here. But we're going to add in the Damian Lillard assist onto it as well. In the second play, we're going to the Spurs, and we're going to be taking Victor Wembanyama. Over 23 and a half points. And that is against the Portland Trailblazers. It's minus 117 at Caesars. In our third play, you're going to the Suns and the Pacers for minus 110 SGP at BetMGM. And we're going to be taking Devin Booker. Coming off of a big game he had the other day, we're going to take over 26 and a half points here. And we're going to add on Bradley Beal, 15 plus points in a, what should be a pretty high-paced game against the Indiana Pacers. Okay, let's go back to that first pick, Pips. Uh, we're going back to Jared Allen here. Same matchup, same team. So what did you see from that first matchup that's making you want to go with this again? We bet it last time, and he also cut uh, um, every, every game so far this season against the Bucs. He had insane usage. So 17, 15, and 19 field goal attempts. So 15 plus in all three. When he takes 12 or more field goal attempts, he's over this line in, in every game over the last two seasons. So so yeah, this, this usage is insane for him. Mid, uh, mid range is wide open. He is left alone in the middle every time. If he doesn't have a good pass option, he's attacking uh, Brook Lopez at the rim. And so far, so good. 30 points. 21 points, 21 points. Even in a blowout, he still scored 21. So, yeah, I expect him to cover this again. They didn't make any adjustment. Every All three games went exactly the same. Same shots, same usage. And second part of this bet is Damian Lillard. If you take a look on the on his potential assist against Cleveland Cavaliers, it's, it's actually pretty insane to look and see. Throughout the three games so far this season against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Damian Lillard averaged six potential assists. So two games with Giannis playing, he had four and five potential assists. And in the game where we had his overall points without Giannis, he had nine. But with Giannis, he is just not getting the... They are trying to play him more off the ball. So he's next guy standing to... Uh, Yanis, so they can't double him that much. So he's not having uh, on ball responsibilities. But also on the entire season, or, or, or like over the last 30 games, 
Cleveland Cavaliers allow the least assists to point guards, and it's by far the least assist to point guards, and they allow the least assist overall. So it, it's not a huge surprise to see his numbers being very low against the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, defense. So yeah, these two, these two should go well together in two slight edges taken together on lower lines, together on in this game that team usually, as we saw, Cowboys and Bucks. Third game, no adjustment. They played exactly the same, so I expect it to be the same in this one too. All right, so there we have on the first play. That is one of the SGPs. Let's go to our second play here. Uh, going to Victor Weminyama. Obviously, something to do with what you saw in the OKC game, but also the minutes are increasing for Victor Wembanyama. Is that part of the handicap here for his over 23 and a half points? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the main thing. Uh, his minutes are going up. And we take a look over the last uh, nine game, uh, 12 games. Uh, Victor Wembanyama averaged 24.8 points while playing 23 minutes on average. And he's gone over in nine out of the last 12. Even though some matchups were not that easy. He played Memphis, he played uh, Boston, he twice he played 76ers, 33 against Embiid. Yeah, some were easy against the Wizards, against the Hawks, Hornets, but he cashed in all. He's over in nine out of the last 12. And now he's about to see 30 plus minutes for the first time after like a couple of months. And he's playing against Portland. He played against Portland like a month ago in a game and he scored 30 points even though he played like 24 minutes in that game. If you take a look at the matchup, uh, he's scoring 50% of his points at the rim. A little uh, uh, Portland allowed third most uh, at the rim. And if you take a look uh, at play types, he scores most of his points via transition. Portland is the, the worst transition defense. He also scores a lot of points via free throws line, Portland fouls a lot. So this is like a great matchup overall in every department. All right. So good matchup at extra minutes here. Gives us the over, hopefully, on Victor Wembanyama. Third play here is in the Suns and Pacers game. As I mentioned, it's Booker over 26 F points. Bradley Beal 15 plus points. Take it away with this one. So it was interesting to see today in Booker. So he had great game against the Lakers, scored 31 in a blowout. Great game against the Portland Blazers, scored 34 in a blowout. Then got double teamed against the Kings, stayed under. Then one of the most difficult matchups in, in the entire league against the Pelicans, he scored 52. And then came this game against the Pacers where he shot 9 for 24, 37% from the field, missed two free throws. Terrible efficiency from Booker, who is a very efficient player. And he still scored 26 in that game, even with those terrible efficiency. Then he had Bulls matchup, extremely difficult matchup. And in the last game against Luka Doncic, he scored 46. I think this is a matchup. Last game against the Pacers, we saw all three uh, players from uh, uh, Suns getting single coverage. Durant dropped 40. Bill had 25. Booker had 26 with terrible shooting. Highest usage of the game, Devin Booker. He had the highest usage of the game. Uh, Kevin Durant had 30, 30% usage, scored 40. Devin Booker had 38% usage and scored 26. I just think like it was an easy matchup for him. Uh, single coverage, 
not double teams, anything, not, not even helping on, on, on him. And he had terrible second half. I think he went one for 12 in the second half. And if I see any adjustment by the Pacers, it will be against Kevin Durant. So Bill and Booker should get the same exact looks like they did they get the last time. So even they get the same matchups, and I love it for Devin Booker and Bill, or Pacers decide to double KD, so it's even better matchup for, for Booker and Bill. And yeah, last game, somehow what was pace was uh, below 100, which is a surprise for a game against the Pacers. And yeah, I just think uh, tonight Pacers at home should be a higher paced game. And as I said, matchups look great. I mean, no one can stop David Booker in single coverage, especially no one from the... They actually defended him with Pascal Siakam, which was kind of makes sense to defend him with size. Yeah. But K- Booker was getting to the rim at Will in the first half. And the second half, he just missed every shot. They were good shots. So somehow he got very cold, but that's not that's a rare thing for for Devin Booker. And also he he'll, he'll get to the line. These players are following the most in the league, allowing most free throws. Booker can get to the line ten times a game without any problems. All right, so there you have it. Those are the three plays for today. A question from the chat came in: What would be the number you play Wembenyama up to uh, if you had? Would you take a twenty-four and a half, or does it have to be a twenty-three and a half? And that's kind of a difficult question because uh, I in this case, 30 minutes is still not a lot. And if you take a look at his numbers, he scored 24, like three times, exactly 24, like three times in the last seven games. So that's his number. Like he scored 24, 23, 24, 26, 26, 25, 27. So that's his range. With more minutes, I expect him to score 30 plus points tonight. But the value between 23 and 24 is a bit, I think it's high. Like his expected okay. scoring is like between 24 and 28. So one point in that range is, yeah, a bit high. So definitely try to keep this one to, to, to 23 and a half, not as much wiggle room as usual for that play. Let's go to now the recap for the previous day's bets. And it was a very nice day on the show. Uh, two and O day. We love it. Uh, as far as the first play involved here, we got We really got to hand it to Pipsy. I think you called this Nuggets game absolutely perfectly overall. And uh, some comments came in as well saying the same thing. Absolute no sweat on the Nuggets play here. Jokic crushes his 19.5 point line or 20 plus point line. Jamal Murray comes nowhere near the 26.5 point for this one. So we take it. And in the second play, First half was going exactly to script. DeMar DeRozan had three assists. He ended up with 10, which was great, but also the high-scoring game scared us a bit with Vucevic. But since the first half went exactly to script, or even better than exactly to script, Vucevic, even though he had a big uh, second half, still can't get over his 20-and-a-half line. We get the positive hook for the first time uh, in quite a while here. So two winners here. A very nice week so far. Back into the green on the season here. As much as it's been a, a bit of a down month, we're in profit on the season. What do you make of these two plays here? Uh, OG Anunobi. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That was insane. He locked him like he put him in prison cell. <laughs> he yeah. put him in jail. That was insane. And 
Yeah, that was by 40 and Jokic had 31. That's <laughs> that's that's the thing. When you make Jokic score inside one on one, seems like it's a it's a good thing for for most teams that have any any kind of defense for for him. And the second one, I'll just say like this is the worst possible scenario scenario, and we still won. Like Vucic, I I spoke about it before the show. He's shooting 26% from the three this season. And he made two out of three threes in that game. Like, even if he make one out of three, it will be above expectations. And then on top of that, he made seven out of uh, nine for two. So he was nine of the 12. One of, and he also played 40 minutes. Like, I don't know what happened in that game, why they played Vucevic. I didn't watch the game, honestly. Uh, they put uh, Vucevic and Drummond at the same time on the court for like 10 minutes. I didn't expect 40 minutes from Vucevic. I expected like 34 at best. So he got six more minutes than expected. Shot way above average and still didn't cash. Didn't go over. So we we have a winner here. So yeah, thankfully, Mr. Vucevic staying under. <laughs> he didn't score in the last couple of minutes of the game. So that's that's great. So don't fear the unders. Unders improve to uh within reason, the ones that are not crazy all lines. Unders improve to 22 and 7 on the season. So the unders have been working quite well for the show. Uh so again, have no fear in playing unders, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh one piece of discussion today I wanted to bring up. Uh all-star starters got revealed here. Uh, I'll pull them up for anybody who hasn't seen them as of yet, but Joel Embiid Starts for the East along with Giannis, who's the team captain, Jason Tatum, Tyrese Halliburton, and Damian Lillard. On the Western Conference side, LeBron, of course, is the team captain. 20-time All-Star now, which is an NBA record. He is going to be with Luka Doncic, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Kevin Durant, and Nikola Jokic. Uh, I don't know if this is a bit on the spot, but Pips wanted to know if you feel as though anybody was snubbed of an All-Star starting position. And or or if you have any issues, anybody who made it here, uh, West exactly how I would put it. I don't think I, I don't think what's even there to be questionable on, on the West. I oh, West West is here, no question for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. West is like I will make the same five. The East is uh, though, is though, <laughs> yeah, Lillard. What the fuck? Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Uh, I agree with Byron Mack here. I feel for Jalen Brunson yeah. here. Uh, he'll be an All Star regardless. I mean, I'll put I'll put three players above Damian Lillard. Yeah, and I wouldn't even question it. Like, Damian Lillard, one of the worst seasons his of his career. Like, efficiency wise, scoring wise, I don't know. Like. Well, he's still, like, I don't want to, like, put him down. Like, it is one of the worst scenes of his career. It's still a very good season, but it's not yeah. as good as Jalen Brunson's season. Yeah, and not as good as, honestly, if you take a look at the numbers and take a look how he's playing this season, Trey Young is better. Oh, Trey Young. Trey Young is better. Like, he always Just gets stay. enough for this. But if you take a look, he averaged more assists. By like five more, he averaged more points, and the efficiency is pretty much the same. 
Like, yeah, it's a bit down for Trey Young, but like it's it's on par with what Lillard is doing. Uh, for me, Brunson should have started. Uh, yeah, if, I will say like Brunson Maxi over Lillard as well. No, Mitchell. Mitchell had has a yeah. have a better season than Damian Lillard. So Mitchell, Mitchell Brunson and Trey Young for sure better season than Damian Lillard, and Maxi fashionable but on par on par with Damian Lillard. Yeah. I um so, I, I I remember a couple of seasons when I had Lillard and he, they didn't have him on the West as a starting like happened so many times when he got snubbed like Lillard was the biggest snub for like you're two right. or three seasons and now he gets in when he didn't deserve yeah it's it's interesting it's interesting yeah, you know in fairness to Dame there were two seasons in a row where he got completely snubbed. So maybe he deserves a little bit of a boost. It's his first time starting in an NBA All-Star game. Maybe the career gets him the extra boost. Um, I know fans have quite a say in uh, in voting like this as well. Clearly, Bucks fans showed out, got Giannis to captaincy. So Bucks fans showed out. It is what it is. Like, like Brunson will still be talk, an All-Star. So I want I to talk about good. one thing. Uh, yeah, you said clear is Jalen Brunson. If you, if you take a look at the numbers, they have exact same points, exact same assist, and exact same uh, efficiency. Russ has been more efficient. Through shooting wise, he he's he is below Lillard. So yeah, I'm not looking at anything besides through shooting when it comes okay, to efficiency. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. Because Branson uh, volume at at three is not even close to Lillard, and right. yeah, and if you play a field goal made, yeah, but yeah, I was uh, maybe because I am a James Harden fan, so I always lean to three true shooting, to, right? To make any statements, it's, it's fair. True shooting is is the better metric and effective yeah. field goal percentage as well. Yeah, if you get uh, effective field goal percentage, he's he's I think way better than. Than Lillard and Trey yeah. Young is also below uh, Jalen Brunson, but when you look at true shooting, yeah, I always look at true shooting. That, that that's my just thing. Maybe yeah. I usually because, get more of the uh, effective field goal percentage, but both are accurate metrics. Regardless, it, it does feel to me like Lillard maybe should not have been a starter over some other players, but you know the record kind of gets you. The I would boost. go and say. I'm 100% sure that he shouldn't be a starter this right. season. <laughs> like, but, yeah. um, you know, he's been snubbed a couple of times. Uh, again, hopefully guys like Brunson, Trey Young still get into the game. I'm actually, to be honest, I'm not confident Trey Young will get into the team. I think it's, I think it's a possibility. But uh, with the record associated, I think we should prepare for a reality where he doesn't make it here. I, I don't think he made it last I, I year have- either, right? I have three NBA jerseys. Can you guess the three players I have? Uh, okay, well, Trey Young, of course. James Harden is another. Uh, the third one. Is it a current player? No. Is it Kobe? Yeah. So those, so those are, are three? my. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Look like, at that. Easy. Easily. Top tier knowledge. So, yeah, I'll be. I'll be frustrated if, if Trey Young doesn't make the All Star. Right, it doesn't make any sense. He last season he led the league in points and assists combined. This season he's up top again. 
just doesn't make any sense. And efficiency-wise, he's above league average efficiency every season on huge volume. I, I just don't, don't get don't get it, honestly. He's playing a terrible Hawks team. It, it's they, record. I mean, re- record, for record, record does play a part, unfortunately. Yeah, but for I don't think it should for All-Star. Like, for All-NBA, yes, I agree. But for All-Star, I, I don't agree at all. I think it should matter a little bit, but... I think people use it as a cop out too often, like when they try to vote somebody over the other. I think it's a, I think it's too much of a cop out from time to time. So uh, I think for Trey Young, it is a little because, like, obviously he's a very talented player. Um, but we'll see if he gets it, and we'll have another conversation about this when we get to the All Star reserves. One hundred percent. This season, I only hope Alper and Shingun makes. Yes, very he difficult. was actually close to starting. Six. He got 16, 16 votes uh, front court for for the yeah West. Yeah, I hope he he makes it because he deserves it. Insane season so far. So uh, that's my only hope. Like Triang, okay, he 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 had his all stars, but I'm just hoping Shengun makes it because that's gotta be playing. that that's that's gotta be the next jersey. The fourth jersey gotta be Alpi on the back. Alpi, for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Alpi is my my guy. Uh, you mentioned we mentioned Kobe Bryant here. I think it's only fair that uh, it's it's four years uh, to the day since the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant. I actually wanted to bring this up, anyways. But you're a big Kobe fan. I wanted to ask you what your number one favorite Kobe memory is to reminisce about on a on a day like today. I'll go first. I'm putting you a bit on the spot. Nothing will ever top his final NBA game, where just out of nowhere you got just one last flash of absolute greatness 60 points in a game where the lakers like obviously they played the game for him but they needed every bit of that 60 to win that game over the utah jazz and just like there's very few sporting moments where i'm watching and i truly like dumbfounded with what i'm seeing and that's one of them and that's i know it's uh it might be like like the obviously it's the most recent one, but like nothing will ever compare to the awe of that. I, I didn't watch the eighty-one point game. I was I was too young to remember something like that. But the sixty-point final game, truly great greatness. What's yours? Yeah, I mean, you just took mine actually. Oh, I did like, really. Yeah, because I was so so emotional watching that game, and also like he had terrible season. Yeah. He had, not great first half, but you like when when you are watching last possession of the game and, and and you always know like Kobe will get us get us he'll he'll get us over the line he he's that he has that mentality he'll get us and you have the last game of his career last half of his career and he waits completely nuts and just starts making every shot and you're like that's Kobe like. This is entire his entire life, entire career in one half against the Utah Jazz. Like it was, it's insane, insane. And also that, that picture when he that's one of the best photos ever taken, and he's hugging the the trophy when they won. Like yeah, yeah. In that uh, colorful jacket. Yeah, on, the, on, the varsity on, jacket. Yeah, type thing. yeah, that that's just like and also. Like I'm not just his fan of basketball. I, I watched every podcast he was on, every every, every showing in the, in everything, and he was like, like I 
he changed my life like like mentality wise my approach my hard work my like never giving up and in so many fields so yeah this is a bit emotional part also part of the booker handicap is he'll go uh, nuts today he'll right. go nuts today didn't want to mention it but now like he'll go nuts today uh, be legendary Devin, and i think he will so yeah yeah i remember the uh his first game after uh the day in 2020 he had a i had an outstanding game um yeah so the, yeah a day like today will mean a lot to him that is that is a good point as well um would yeah, love like he he i remember that game he was playing the entire game with tears in his eyes and just going for it going for it like kobe would want him to go for it so yeah if, uh, if anybody has uh, their own that they want to bring up, please put it in the chat as well. We can react to those uh, after we do the recap here. Javon says he just rewatched the final game uh, of Kobe's final game. Uh, it wasn't a great first half, but an amazing fourth quarter, of course. Uh, Gordon Hayward in a recent interview with Paul George on the on Podcast P, which is a pretty good show, uh, a pretty good podcast I'd recommend listening to. But Gordon Hayward's episode was very good, and he did talk about uh, Kobe's final game because he was a part of it on the opposition team. Uh, Viren also brings up the the free throw where uh, he shot it basically off one leg, like he wasn't even paying. That's another good one. Just uh, a testament to, uh, to the mentality. And for people around like me and Pips's age, like our, your entire upbringing into basketball was pretty much like Kobe was the dominant force. And you're seeing players in the league around our age, like this is their hero. Like when we were for, growing up, Jordan wasn't around. Like Kobe was the guy you looked up to. Uh, for like, I would say like from 2005 to 2015, I wasn't even like loving NBA and basketball, but I watched almost every game of Kobe Bryant. Like yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I was I was like didn't watch any other games. I was just watching Lakers and Kobe Bryant every, every single day. It, it was like, yeah, he's a hero for for so many people. Like even though. So many people that don't play basketball, I would say, like, yeah, the, right, the, the, the right mentality. Yeah. Agreed completely. And uh, unfor it's unfortunate that uh, the world without him, but uh, it's important on days like this, in my opinion, to reminisce and continue to increase the legend of the player because they really can't go far enough with Kobe Bryant. But that will do it for the show today. Uh, let's go to the recap of the of the bets that we have for today for Friday night. So uh, important update on the hook counter. We're working our way back to 500 here with the Vucevic winner. Uh, gets 20 points on the under 20 and a half lines. We're four and eight with hooks this season. Uh, so let's hope we have some comfortable ones. Hopefully we don't have to update this really ever. Let's have some comfy wins here. In the first bet of the day, it's in the Cavaliers and Bucks game. It's Damian Lillard under seven and a half assists. Jared Allen over 13 and a half points for plus 100 odds at BetMGM. ESPN had this at plus 101. Every cent counts if you can bet over there. If you go to our second play here, best price so that Caesars at minus 117 for Victor Weminyama over 23 and a half points against the Trailblazers. And in the third play in the Suns and Pacers game, Devin Booker over 26 and a half points. Bradley Beal, 15 plus points, minus 110 at BMGM. Uh, much better price available for this one at ESPN Bet if it's available in your region. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. It's been a great week on the show. Let's try to finish strong as well. Thank you for supporting us. Drop a like if you enjoyed this one. Subscribe for more content. And we'll be back on Monday for more from Pick and Roll. We hope to see you there.